as we proceed into season seven and going into year number four of this particular space, I want to touch on this idea of checking the cash. Now I'm old enough to remember when the internet was new, right? And in order for you to access certain space on your computer or to clean it out, right? You had to check the you had to check the cash and clear the cash. And even you have to do that now. And yet it's no different for you as a writer. Sometimes you have to go into your own crates for encouragement, for ideas, and sometimes just to keep going. I think that for this particular episode, it's going to be a reminder that you have more in you than what you think. Welcome to the Writer's Block. This space is for aspiring writers, indie and published authors who desire tips, tricks and tools to foster confidence in your ability to write. This space is also for voice actors, editors and literary agents. All those people whom are writing adjacent. Let this space be a haven, a resource, and a reminder you can write all you see and see all you write. Grab your pens. We're about to circle the block. I have a system, like most writers do, when the world gets too loud. Now, what do I mean by too loud? too loud to the point that I can't think or that I'm discouraged or just plain old distracted. What I normally do and I've trained myself to do is I go through memories, social media, and old blog posts sometimes. I go through looking for encouragement from past me to future me. And the blessed thing is, I've always been able to find it. Whether in old Instagram posts or a blog posts that I hadn't revisited in a couple years, shouts to the ideal Firestarter for being seven years old, and also shouts to I get to go back and catch it up this week. And yet it is monumental when you go back and look. Now, I know a couple seasons ago, I want to say season one or two, that I talked about this concept of the draft drawer, right? Where all the things that are unfinished that may need to be, that may need to be started, restarted, or you just need, as uh, Neil Gaiman says, better chops to write it. I'm still in favor of a draft drawer, and a draft drawer can be part of your cash too. The one thing that I don't want you to I don't want you to box yourself in on is your cash can only be one thing. Now my cash is a, is the body of the work that I've published. It's the complete body. That's what I call my cash. Again, C-A-C-H-E. My cash consists of my Twitter account, which is at, as of this, I want to say yesterday is like 70, 71,000 some posts over the past 10 years, which is mind boggling really. 
And then, because I only, I started really getting active on Twitter after the death of Michael Brown Jr. here in uh, St. Louis, Missouri in 2014. It consists of my Instagram, especially my writer-focused Instagram, which is author J.B. Harris. It consists of published works. It consists of poetry. It consists of the writing encouragement that I do, right? It consists of all those things. And those things that I sometimes write for other people from my own well, from my own experience, and even from my own imagination. Those things sometimes wind up helping me. Those things remind me that the stuck in my creativity really just may be all in my head, you know, no pun intended. It really may just be something that I can easily rectify that I may have to walk away from and give the work time to breathe or me time to breathe from the work. I don't make a habit of reading reviews from, uh, from my work because that, that is a rabbit hole and you have to remember that even um, any art is subjective. And since art is subjective, people will always have something to say about it. So be careful as to considering reviews in your in your particular work but your cash is anything that you can go back to and refer to anything that you can use for encouragement like even now i can include my tiktok account in that which is madness right because i actually started on tiktok as of october October, November this year, I will have been on TikTok three years. Three years, and I had like, I've, I have like five pages because if you're black and you make content, you already know why you need a backup page. Let's not be crazy. And I go back through, you know, writing focused playlists. I go back through projects that I've done, collabs that I've done. And I find encouragement, even if something as simple as, man, that was a dope line and I wrote that. Or I really did this particular project with these people and it was awesome, let me reach out to them again. Or building the confidence to say, oh man, I did this, partic this particular thing, wrote this book, you know, did this particular show, interviewed this person. And I'm building opportunities that were not given to me or or may not have existed had I not jumped in this particular space. Part of checking the cash is celebrating yourself. And as an indie writer, I cannot stress just how therapeutic that is, that might be, and how often you need to do it. And hello, my linguistic acrobats. If you have made it this far in the show, you might as well keep going. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you find it. 
whether they be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Those five stars help to defeat the racism of the algorithm and help to bring more writers into this tribe. Back to the show. One of my favorite quotes is by one of my favorite actresses, Felicia Rashad. And Felicia Rashad said that your own self is such a treasure. When I first heard that, maybe about four or five years ago, before COVID, right? When I first heard that, I could accept it, you know, because Felicia Rashad is a acclaimed actress. She is, there is a regality about her that I have always liked. And if I'm honest, chased after. And when she said that, you know, I kind of took it, I, I absorbed that, you know, I absorbed that particular piece of wisdom to kind of put in my back pocket. Because again, as a woman of a specific age, I'm constantly looking at older women for uh, particular pieces, cups of wisdom, and also on how to age and age well. And that particular quote became really apparent to me, a couple, I want to say about a year and a half ago, oh, no, two years ago, when I was contemplating walking away from everything, when I thought, you know, what I'm writing isn't, you know, I'm not writing enough, you know, I'm never going to get published, I want to be traditionally published, you know, no one's buying my books, no one's subscribing to my blog, and I just, and I was really, I walked away from everything for like two months, I even walked away from this platform for two months because I was frustrated. I was frustrated. I was angry. I was hurt. I just, there were so many things happening to me emotionally that stole from my creativity. It didn't lend itself to my creativity and I couldn't stand it. I truly, truly couldn't stand it. And I didn't know how I was going to come out of that. And I have this habit when I walk away from the work. Now, again, there have been times where I have uh, done double duty, right? And gotten a platform uh, caught up enough that if I were to take like a week off, you know, no one would notice. But with this, I just felt like I just couldn't, I had, you know, I, you know, the hesitation had me, had me in such a chokehold that I didn't write anything for like two months. And I remember I started going through stuff that I had written before. I started going through, um, you know, poems. I started going through essays. I started going through short stories. I started going, I started, you know, searching myself on Amazon. Every indie author has done that. All right. Every indie author has done that. I started to look at my work from the vantage point of where I started from. I started blogging because a woman on Facebook named Winnie Caldwell, who's now married, who is the, who is the mother of the fantastic Sydney Keys third. Yes, that books and bros, Winnie, she's a, she's an amazing person. 
And I started blogging because I saw her uh, blogging workshop. And I was interested in it because I was doing these really long Facebook posts and I was wondering what else could I do with this, right? And I started publishing books because there was a workshop that I was at, well, that I was introduced to by which I learned how to publish on Amazon. Back then, right, it was CreateSpace. You publish on CreateSpace and get your, and you know, uh, publish your book and it's on Amazon, right? It was a whole thing. Wild internet times. And I started going back through those things. I started reflecting on just where I had come from. I was, you know, the quiet kid who liked to read. I didn't quite fit in anywhere. And if I'm honest now, at this big age of almost 41, I really kind of still don't fit in quite everywhere. But there was this knack I had for language and writing. And I leaned on that with the help of a teacher, again, y'all know this story well, of Miss Constance Connie Kelly, who said that you're good at this, you should keep writing. And again, wherever wherever Miss Kelly is, again, if I'm in my 40s, she has to be, if she's still living, she has to be in her 60s, late 60s. And I began to get hype again because, you know, I did this, right? Like, I did this. I put something together that was so dope that it was undeniable. Undeniable meaning that other people can see it. And that was amazing to me. It was amazing to me that I, that I have copyrights attached to my name. You know, flex, you know what I'm saying? Flex. And sometimes when you check your cash, you're able to flex again. You're able to say, look, I did that. Yeah, that, that still resonates. Yeah, that, now that really makes more sense to me because I can apply it to me now. Checking your cash is something that you can do often. I suggest that you do often as an indie author because there will be times where, beloved, you just might not have the juice. You just might not have the sauce. And you may need to conjure it up from somewhere else. Or remember when you had more of it, right? When it was more readily accessible to you, right? But make no mistake, that, you know, dark dawn, that artistic dark night of the soul will find you. Any author who, who will tell you that they've never had it is lying to you. Every author, every artist has had it. Where you just think you can't anymore, where no one cares. If you stop writing, who would really notice? That type of thing. And sometimes it go, it takes you going back over 
what you've done to get encouraged again. And maybe checking that draft drawer, which is again, part of your cash to see if you have the stamina now or emotional wherewithal to write what you want to write now. Sometimes it takes a second look. It will demand a second look. I'm fond of saying that creativity is like, is like gasoline in a car. It's your fuel. It's always going to be your fuel. It's always going to be something that you're going to need and need to replenish every so often. And the more you replenish it, the more you use it, the higher octane you're going to need. The beautiful thing about it all is it's not impossible. This is why I'm fond of saying, save your work in two places. I learned that from my, uh, my junior year of college when my English professor told me to save my work in two places. Just, just in case, because, you know, things fail, right? Yet, the one thing I want to leave you with is, I don't want to just say believe in yourself, because that seems very cliche, but you are definitely going to need that. The other thing you're going to need is access to a body of work that you personally have published. And also your cash can include, spoiler, any books that you like to read, any author that you, that you take comfort in. I remember when um, I was in my late, my mid-20s, my sister got me a copy of uh, On Writing by Stephen King. And I thought at the time, it was one of the dopest books in the world. And, it's, and it still is, and it still is. And he talks about how after his accident, again, the, the king stands, know which accident I'm talking about. In a case, some of you who don't quite remember, um, Stephen King, we know he's a native, he's a native New Englander. And uh, we also know that um, he's in Maine and he was going on a walk one day. And there's, I believe the driver was drunk, drunk or high, high and drunk. And he hit Stephen King on the on the side of the road and like hit him and kept going. And even Stephen said that, you know, he didn't think that he could write anymore because he, he was just so banged up. And, you know, it just it, he just didn't think he had it anymore. And his wife, Tabitha, as of this recording or as of this show, Tabitha and Stephen are still are still married and they're still together. And Tabitha told him she thought it was time for him to get back to it. She thought it was time for him to get back to it. Your support group as a writer is essential, just like your cash is, is going to be essential. The thing that has to be continuously said, and I will not tire of stressing it is, being a writer is hard, no matter if you're traditionally published, no matter if you are selling books out of your trunk <laughs> or, you know, just putting all your books on or, you know, putting all your books on Audible. There is a grind to this. There's a there's a there's a hustle to this. It's something that you ha it's something that you're going to have to do.
and do day in, day out if you want any type of success. And only you could define what that writer's success is. And yet at the same time, you are going to have to realize that you too have to give yourself credit where credit is due. In giving yourself credit where credit is due, you also build up your cash. You're able to give yourself grace. You're able to believe in yourself just a little bit more. You're able to see the end of that, again, dark night of the soul a little quicker. You're able to identify the things that make you want to walk away and either steal yourself for them, prepare for them, or accept them as just part of this goings-on of creativity. Yet, check your cash. Look again. Go back and celebrate it. Have past you encourage future you. So this current future slash past you can be hype about what's coming. I promise you, you'll thank me for it later. You're already welcome. The time has come to leave you to your thoughts and words. The hope is that what was shared in this space was encouraging, empowering, and a catalyst to write. Special thanks to Valor Music LLC for all audio production and mixing. All business inquiries and advertising inquiries can be sent to circlethewritersblock at gmail.com. If you feel so inclined to support the work of this podcast to continue to fight erasure of black and minority writers, consider supporting through Cash App at dollar sign J-B-H-W-R-I-T-E-S, that's J-B-H Writes, or PayPal at S-G-L-L-C dot one zero three eight at yahoo.com. We will see you next time when we circle the blog.